At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Second hour, follow the money coming up in just a few minutes. Brian Getzeiler is going to be with us, get his take on what is happening in the NBA Finals. Uh, but we do have something to correct here. Uh, technology is absolutely fantastic. Um, the leaderboard on ESPN had John Rahm at plus five at one point, humans, with uh, a double bogey on 10 and a bogey on 11. Not the case. He's only two over. Well, it's good news for John Rahm is, and anybody who bet on the, the favorite in the British Open. Yeah, we, we're looking at the ESPN updated uh, leaderboard on ESPN.com. It shows Rom with a double, a double, and an, a bogey, right. dropping five strokes over three holes. And I think that they threw in an extra double, and it looked like he just had maybe uh, three over over a two-hole span. Anyway, he did have trouble getting out of a pop bunker, and uh, Rom has had some difficulties here in the first round, but... It's a much different story when you're two over instead Correct. of five over. Especially when the leader point. is five so under. Can we please get the scoreboard right on ESPN.com? Yes, can somebody right. work on that? Yeah, let's go. David Behrman, somebody? Yeah. Work on the scoreboard. Also, some technological issues. Uh, maybe that speaks to what's going you on. You know what? Huh? Mistakes happen sometimes, JVT. <laughs> and uh, we had one in the WNBA. We did. Um, yes, the WNBA, a uh, all-star game that was played yesterday. Uh, side note very quickly, the WNBA all-star breaks like a month long. I didn't realize that. That's insane. Um, opened 248.5, the total. Uh, actually, that seems a little high. Um, Las Vegas Sportsbook, Circus Sports, the first to hang the total <laughs> on this game at 248.5. An hour before the game tipped, it got down to 195 and a half. Mm. It eventually closed in that area. Uh, that is a pretty log swing. The 53-point movement, largest shift that, uh, according to David Purdom, 
multiple veteran bookmakers could ever recall. Uh, and Metcalf, it's a good story and worth a read. I'll tweet it out up at me, JVT. And, and Metcalf, uh, uh, very upfront with the mistakes that were made in terms of hanging the total. But to me, this, this story is not about Metcalf making a mistake. The story was about how there was actually a thought, like there were some, I was sent at least one ticket that said, mistake, will not honor bet uh-huh. from a global shop. The, like things like this. So Circa put up the first line and everybody yes. else copied it. Correct. And nobody exactly caught nobody caught the mistake in time and the total dropped fifty plus points. And as as Metcalf noted in, in, in the piece Purdom puts in, that one of the first more respected bets was actually on the over, as they believe to kind of dummy it up a little bit and then just keep coming under and under and under <laughs> um, to get some of the, to get some of that back. I actually saw one handicapper yesterday who uh, recommended the over in that game, and uh, it was somewhere, I think at that point, the number was somewhere around 230, sent out a best bet on the oh, over. Boy. <laughs> well, not a lot of line value there. Yeah, 248.5. First respected account played it to 252.5. Uh, but I, I thought it was pretty fascinating when you talk about it from the perspective of, right, um, honoring the, the wager put up there, all those things, that that's like a bit of news where it really shouldn't be. But there were some global shops who you know did the whole ah, mistake into the second half of the game. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's hey, a if, refund. Sorry, can't catch that. If you hang a bad line, that's uh, you got to pay the consequences. That should and be illegal, bro. <laughs> if, what's if that's, that? Well, if you're going to rescind bets on a mistake that you made, right? right? And, of course, other jurisdictions outside of this country, uh, they can do what they want. But uh, that is incredible that that happens on a regular basis with something anyway, like that. Anyway, the final score, WNBA All-Stars beat Team USA 93-85. to So you had 178 points. It still stayed under the closing total. <laughs> yes, it did. All right. Well, uh, that's it for the WNBA coverage. Uh, on the other side, Brian Getzeller is going to be with us. Uh, we'll talk a little about the NBA Finals, what he has seen up to this point, and uh, the Suns backpedaling here against the Milwaukee Bucks. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. Major League Baseball resumes after the All Star break today with a single game. The Yankees, a $1.25 favorite in the Bronx against Boston. Red Sox plus 115, 10.5 over the total. Boston's odds to make the playoffs yes, minus 475, no, plus 350. The Yankees' odds to make the playoffs. Yes, the underdog at plus 130, no, minus 165. NBA Finals now even at two games each after Milwaukee dropped Phoenix 109-103 as a four-and-a-half point home favorite yesterday. Game five Saturday in Phoenix, Suns laying four. Football season is almost here. Our experts profiled every college and pro team with advanced stats, power ratings, plus the best bets for win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Each guide only $20 and discounts available when you buy both the guide and subscribe to vSIN. Go to vSIN.com slash subscribe. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vSIN odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. Time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. College football season's right around the corner, folks, and the VEASAN College Football Guide is coming soon. I have turned in about 90% of my writing. I don't think that's accurate. I'd say 80%. But our experts 
look at the impact of the transfer portal, key games on the schedule, and early season trends to watch. So you have a betting edge this football season. The guide is only $19.99, and discounts are available when you buy early. So now is the time to reserve your copy or sign up. VEASAN All Access. Get everything we have to offer for the entire football season, Matt Human. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Have you started? Yeah, I've started. Okay. Have you turned it in? Nowhere close to being finished, <laughs> but uh, we've got a couple weeks before we get out this uh, VSIN college football betting guide. Hey, let's talk NBA Finals Game 4. How hey, let's do it? it. Let's yeah. bring in an expert. Brian Geltzeiler is with us, uh, founder of HoopsCritic.com, host on Series 6 MNBA Radio as well. Brian, uh, thank you very much for the time. So uh, I will ask this question. You, I, I, We talked about this yesterday where I thought the Bucks had discovered some things in Game 3 that looked pretty good for them, the small ball lineups, their ability to switch everything, and that they looked pretty comfortable on that end. Uh, is this true to your mind where you look at this and you go, hey, you know, the Bucks got something here, and now the Suns are backpedaling back home, and they are struggling for answers, and you just don't know where they're going to come from. Yeah, it's interesting. I thought the Bucks defended really, really well, guys. Yeah. I, I, I thought the defense was excellent. And again, they switched a lot, and not having Lopez on the floor, I thought one of the, the better decisions that was made by Mike Budenholz in the course of that game was to abandon Brook Lopez in the second half and not really use him at all. He only played 19 minutes in the game. And offensively, he was crowding perimeter space by hanging at the three-point line because they don't want him inside because of what a difficult matchup Giannis has become for Phoenix. And defensively, Booker was really comfortable when Lopez was retreating when he got moved onto the ball. Portis, it crowded Booker a little more. And granted, Booker was hitting everything and made very, very tough shots look really easy. But I thought they had, they had just a little bit more success against him with Portis being the guy in the game as opposed to Lopez. Um, it offensively was where I thought actually Milwaukee struggled yep. because they really didn't run that Middleton Giannis pick and roll as consistently as they needed to till they needed buckets down the stretch. And when they did, they got those requisite buckets that they certainly needed. So when you look at this, you know, I'm curious as we focus real quickly one more on the defensive end because I think the switching everything, Brian, has really bothered Chris Paul, right? Because now you're not getting that space to get an opposing big out there like he likes to do. He's struggling to find a guy like DeAndre Ayton on smaller matchups. What have you seen from Chris Paul over these last two games, the turnovers, what the Bucks have done to him? And is there a chance that when they go back home he can figure something out? Or, or is this something the Bucks are doing that you think will be consistent in terms of Chris Paul struggling? Well, listen, Holiday's done a great job on him, especially last night. Holiday's been terrific on him. And, yes, they've been trapping him a little bit out high. They've been switching stuff. But even when they switch it, notice they're running to get Holiday back on him. Because what Holiday has done is he's picking him up in the backcourt in some situation, and he's making Paul work just even to bring the ball up and get them into offense. It's totally screwed up Paul's timing. He absolutely doesn't seem comfortable in the slightest bit there. And, listen, I think it's – Part of this for Phoenix is they're going to have to get out and transition a little bit and get some easy buckets. Mm -hmm. What you're seeing right now out of Phoenix, this is a jump-shooting team. And besides for hitting eight inside, which last night they didn't do much of at all, the only other way they're going to get easy baskets is to be able to get out and transition. Now, Chris Paul doesn't do that at front. He's a slow-it-down, walk-it-up point guard. So they're going to have to change some things in how they play. And let's face it, they're athletic enough to do that. They just need to kind of make that, you know, even on some makes, push that ball up the floor. And I know in some ways it plays in a Milwaukee's hands because Giannis likes to play fast. But so much of Milwaukee's running is done off of turnovers. And I think for Phoenix, you have to kind of take your chances there because last night they were not getting easy buckets. Booker was their only source of any of that. I mean, Booker, you know, it was unbelievable. 42 points 
he had out of 103 that they scored, they really struggled very badly to get anybody going but him. Getting out in the open floor, I think, is going to be really important for them. You know, and uh, Chris Paul and Devin Booker have both really struggled from three-point range, Brian, here in, in the past couple games. You think it'll look different for the Suns. They go home. Chris Paul is probably going to make some uh, adjustments in the way he plays and uh, approaches that Bucks defense. And I would think he's probably going to get a few more foul calls, too. We don't talk about that much, but uh, Chris Paul did not go to the free throw line last night against Milwaukee. I think the uh, the whistles might go his way a little bit in game five. We see when uh, the Bucks are at home, they're four or five-point favorites, they take care of business. When the Suns are at home, they're four or five-point favorites, and they take care of business. How do you think game five might look different from games three and four? Well, let me say this, and by the way, it was not the officials' finest night last night, yeah. mm-hmm. but I'm not going to beat him up on Chris Paul. I'm not going to the free throw line because he doesn't really go to the basket. Right. He was they, he was totally content to play in the mid range. The other thing, which is interesting, in you know, in game two, the Phoenix Suns made twenty threes. Last night, they only took twenty three threes. Like they really were limited big time in terms of of what they did behind the three point line. Now, a big part of that. You know, there was two interesting stats, and i got to credit Michael Wilbon asked him with this last night. Two interesting stats that didn't go the Suns' way, that I think, and one of them is going to be hard to change. The other one is going to be is a lot easier to change. They will beat 17-5 to in two very important stats. One is offensive rebounds. That's going to happen against Milwaukee. They're just a lot bigger. When eight and six, not having Sarich is absolute poison. That It's a huge problem. But the other one was turnover. The Suns turned it over 17 times. Chris Paul, who is known for being a point guard that doesn't turn the ball over, has 15 turnovers in the last three games. Mm -hmm. But five turnovers is a great number for Milwaukee. 17 turnovers is an abysmal number for the Phoenix Suns. And and you look at that, you know, minus 12 in the turnover category, they got to take care of it. Some of this stuff, and Monty Williams said this after the game, these are self-inflicted wounds. Some of this stuff is pretty is pretty simple. You just got to take care of the ball better. They were very sloppy. They had one turnover in the second half where Aiton gets a rebound and throws this quick, lazy, short outlet to Jay Crowder. What are you giving the ball to Jay Crowder for anyway? Wait a second. Ball goes out of bounds. But silly stuff like that, Phoenix really hurt themselves with. I think that'll change at home. And by the way, the officiating has got to get better. Devin Booker, at one point in that game, I thought he was going to have to hit somebody with an ass out of that game. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it was ridiculous what was going on there with the officiating. And, I, and that's something that the league's got to talk about and get right here. With three and a half minutes yet, Devin Booker left. Devin Booker should have fouled out of that game. That was a terrible, terrible non-call on Drew Holiday. And just a head-scratcher across the board. officiating has got to be better. Follow Brian on Twitter at Hoops Critic. All right, Brian, uh, you just you mentioned uh, the player I was going to throw at you next. Why can't Drew Holiday play good back-to-back offensive games? Last night, 4 for 20, 0 for 5 from 3. Like you said, he is a force on, on the defensive end, but why does he disappear on the offensive end? That's a very good question. He looks, um, he looks unsure of himself. He looks nervous. And, and what's happening is he's short-arming short shots. He's not. He's indecisive at times, and when he is decisive, he's rushing stuff out. He just looks like a nervous player out there right now. But as much and listen, I I thought last night offensively he killed them, and they were lucky to win the game. Middleton had a superhuman performance to have them win that game. It took the whole thing on his own shoulders on a night where, let's face it, the Phoenix Suns gang defended Giannis 
really well. Mm-hmm. They kept the ball out of his hands more than it had been. Giannis had to do a lot in transition and a lot on the offensive glass. So I, that was, to me, it, they did a great job there. When it comes to Holiday, I just think, I, I, I know it sounds overly simplistic, the dude's got to relax and he's in his own head. You can see it. Now, in all fairness to Drew Holiday, we can kill him for what he did offensively, 4-20 from the field. And by and large, he's had more of those types of games than he's had good games in the playoffs. But his defense is so important to them. And what he's done to Chris Paul has shifted this series in a big way. Plus, he had probably the most important offensive rebound of the game last night. He, so he still works. He still does a lot of good things on the floor. But for whatever it is on the offensive end of the floor, the moment feels a little too big for Drew Holiday. He's never been in this spot before. He's got a ton of talent. But but he just he's jumpy out there, guys. And, and I think some of this is, is maybe about sitting down a player and having Coach Bud just get him to a point where, hey, remember who you are, dude, and you belong out here. You're doing so many good things for us on the defensive end. You just got to relax. And that's the thing. Where Middleton last night had ice in his veins in big spots, you just don't see that out of Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday's too talented a player to play this nervous. Brian Geltzer with us, Series XM NBA Radio, Hoops Critic on Twitter. So I'm curious, Brian, when you when you look at this from the perspective of the Suns and offensive execution, you, you mentioned one thing that has kind of bothered me with Phoenix these last two games and throughout the year, which is you know we have this discourse all the time around you know analytics and shot selection and a lot of people, hey man, the Suns they're breaking the code, they rely on the mid range and look at where they are. But I think we have seen now, right, the lack of a presence within four feet of the basket. Not only is that the easy bucket for you if you can get it, uh, it also helps you if you have a guy who can attack north-south on some of those switches if you have a mismatch. It also helps a guy like DeAndre Ayton offensive rebound a little bit better, right? You know, jump shots tend to be longer rebounds. If you're throwing things up at the rim, though, it gives Ayton a chance to kind of get a little bit dirtier on the glass offensively, no? It does, but this is a tough matchup for that. Yep. This is, you know, they're starting Lopez in this game, and again, I like Lopez on the bench, but even when they're going away from Lopez, Bobby Portis is a big body, and, and he's very athletic, and he's very physical. It's tough for him, and that's why I go back to a point I made to you guys earlier. They have to get out in the break. You know how many fast break points they had last night, guys? How about zero? They didn't have a fast break point in the game. They didn't get out and run on all the Phoenix Suns. And you're going to, again, I know Milwaukee loves that. I know that's the honest thing to get out in the open floor. But you're going to have to challenge them on that a little bit. This is an athletic team. Booker's a tremendous athlete. Athlete Bridges is a wonderful athlete. How, how good's Cam Johnson looked in this final guy? He's been tremendous for them. And to me, that's a guy that you've got to figure out a way to unlock because he's an excellent shooter. He's a good athlete. You can see it. Listen, he played 28 minutes. He had 10 points, 2 or 4 from 3. He's been very good shooting the ball in the series and doing a lot of other stuff. For whatever reason, he's just not getting a lot of looks here. And and you're going to watch what happens here in Game 5. They're going to, again, load up on Booker in the mid-range. They're going to load up on Paul again in the mid-range. They're committing extra defenders to just come over from the weak side into the mid-range to send Booker and Paul east to west instead of north to south. And listen, that's Booker's hitting tough shots. doesn't matter. That's hurt Chris Paul a lot. The way to get around that is to get weak side shooters spotted up from three. Crowder's done a nice job of that for them. Johnson can do a great job of that for them. they got to use him more. And, and, you know, maybe that's the move. Maybe it's putting Johnson and Crowder on the floor together. Bridges isn't the shooter. Either of them aren't as good as Bridges is, as well as he defends Middleton. If Middleton's going to get 40, what's it matter? You might as well put Johnson on him. You know what I mean? So I <laughs> right. think some of, they have, some of what they have to do here is get Johnson on lock, shooting the ball on the weak side, 
and stretch that defense out so you can allow Paul to get to the spots a little bit easier in the mid-range. And listen, Booker, understand, he's got to get to the spots too. Not every night is going to be like last night for Devin Booker. No, that's the truth. But excellent analysis there. And, uh, you know, Chris Paul, I'm not sure what the perception is of most people, but he is a walk-it-up point guard. And yeah. it's interesting. Brian says he had zero fast break points last night. That's got to change for the Phoenix Suns. All this said, Brian, how much confidence do you have in the Suns? They're four-point favorites as they go back home. How much confidence do you have that the Suns rebound and win game five? I mean, I, listen, I, I, I took home walking at the beginning of the series to win this series in six. So I'm going to stick there and tell you I, I'm comfortable taking Milwaukee with points just because I felt like Giannis was the tipping point. Mm-hmm. You know, from, from moment one of this series, Phoenix has had a Giannis problem. And you saw what happens last night. They solved the Giannis problem a little bit. And I say solved in air quotes. He's still at 26-14-8 and eight on 11-19 and 19 shooting and, and played a great game. But by the same token, because they gang defended him, it created a lot of space for Chris Middleton to be able to do his thing and carry this team in that way. And Pat Thompson had a huge three on a Giannis assist late in that game. It, it's my point being is that I think Milwaukee just is too big and is bringing too much at Phoenix right now. Now, one other thing's important here: Phoenix is an excellent home team. That's a major home court advantage. That is one of the loudest buildings in the league in Phoenix, and they seem to thrive there. Milwaukee still has to find one to get there to be able to win this series in Game 5 or Game 7. I think it could be Game 5 because I think momentum is going to play a very big factor here. Milwaukee, you know, they have a ton of confidence, and they kind of keep in mind the finals didn't start long after their last series against Atlanta. They had to kind of find their wind early in that series. Now they got a lot of momentum. The rest between games has been huge for Milwaukee, where Phoenix has had rest before every series. They don't need this kind of rest between games. Milwaukee gets it here two days off. Granted, a travel day involved, but two days off before Saturday night's game. I think this is the one Milwaukee can end up taking Phoenix on Saturday night. Interesting. Okay. At Hoops Critic up on Twitter, Brian Geltziler, mm-hmm. again, SiriusXM NBA Radio. Brian, thank you for the time today. Very much appreciated, sir. Always my pleasure, guys. Take care. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, like I mean, good I've analysis. Been, so so he's course. on the Bucks before the series. Yep, he's going to stick with the Bucks. You were on the Suns before the series, right? Yep. Has your thinking changed after watching? Well, especially the last two games. Well, I I'm 100 uh, percent not really feeling the selection at this point. I mean, it's not even just losing the two games; uh-huh. it's the way that they lost. That's them. what I'm talking about. It, like the from way, a matchup standpoint, the way things have changed in right. the last couple of games. From a matchup standpoint, just looking at what Milwaukee has done, and, and Brian put it very aptly. The Suns have a Giannis problem, and that's not going away. And even when you get rid of him to a certain extent, where he's only scoring 23 points or whatever it was yesterday, there are other pieces on this team that can bother you from that extent. And, you know, we had been crying for it for a long time. Bud went to it, and it's been effective. That small ball lineup with Giannis at the five, it gives you so much versatility defensively where a guy like Chris Paul is extremely bothered by it. Like yep. Imagine running a, uh, running a 1-5 pick and roll and you go from Drew Holiday on you to Giannis. Like, uh-huh. Things like that. Uh-huh. And a 1-5 pick and roll is Chris Paul's bread and butter, man. Those are good points, man. All good points. Yep. And uh, it does feel like the uh, momentum and uh, has definitely shifted in the Bucks' direction. But so. Monty Williams is a good coach. So, Oh, wow. Is this the time? Are we doing this right By now? By the way, this has not been an underdog series in the NBA Finals. No, it is not. It is not. But we have a tribute to Paul Howard coming up next. It's all about the dogs. You have all the money.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Follow the money from the OddsTrader.com studio at Circuit Resort and Casino. Go to OddsTrader.com, download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info that you need. Is there sad and dramatic music, or what are we doing here? How do we do this? No, it's not, it's not sad. It would be a, it a, celebratory, yeah. a tribute to Paul Howard, who's right, tributes on the minds of a lot of people right now. I was in the Westgate Superbook a couple days ago walking out, and a guy walked up to me and said, Hey, man, what really happened? What's the story with Paul Howard? I said, uh, what's your name again, Bob? 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 Okay, here I'll tell you, Bob, right. what, what the deal is. I haven't, I haven't Don't told tell anybody last, else. Yeah, no. I haven't told the last no. hundred people that no. have asked me this question, but no. I'll tell you. There is uh, no big story to tell, but we're hoping Paul's going to be back soon. He's doing well. I've talked to him recently. Uh, we just figured that, you know, something's been missing on this show since Paul's Paul's been gone. Uh, the comedy element of the dog videos, one of those things, JVT. 
and I'll let you tee execute that comedy. Can you tee it up for us? Okay. <laughs> you play the role of Mitch Moss, and I'll be Paul Howard. Okay, all right. Well, you bring the comedy then. How about this? All right, let's <laughs> let's take a look at this first one, huh? Because, uh, oh, boy, this one's a doozy. Look at this dog. Look at him. Oh, that, <laughs> look at that dog. <laughs> Come on. Sliding down the stairs he like that. He's got four huh? legs. He doesn't want to use all four of them. Oh, look at that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Come on. He pops right back. Oh, look, he's going again. Going again. Huh? Do it again, buddy. Huh? Do it again. We're going to go one more time? Oh, look at that, man. Look at that. <laughs> Is that good enough? One thing I love about dogs, they're enthusiastic. This dog's very enthusiastic. Of course he is. Dogs are very intelligent, too, unlike cats, and I know you love cats. Dogs uh, dogs also love water for the most part. I think this is a oh, look at this. Wow. The look at that. Wow. <laughs> that got progressively like, longer. The more I did not expect that to be that long of a jump. That's that was a, ridiculous. That is a long jump into, uh, it looks like, that's in New York, isn't it? New Jersey? There New is York? some sort of skyline. And I don't know if that's the cleanest water, but that dog looks <laughs> that dog looks excited. Look at the tail wagging, <laughs> by the way, midair. The form on the dive Look is great. Look at the tail midair. Perfect entry into the water. It's good. 10 out of 10. All right. That's a good one. So do dogs love here? water. Dogs also love digging. How about this? Oh, look at that. That's a good one. Guy's standing on top, sitting on top of the mountain. He's like, ah, you, you come down here. Why don't you come down here? Join me. That's physics right there, man. Yeah, I don't know how to call that one. Well, you're supposed to be. Yeah, come on. It's comedic. It's comedic. Look at the backflip. That's hilarious. The dog wants him down here. Here you go. Come on down, bud. Okay. Humans is lost I, on that this one. That was okay. I, I, I need a little bit I more. I didn't like you. that one that much. The, the, the video was kind of flat. Yeah, well, yeah, Paul Howard would have pushed through that one. He would have made it How about comedic. the dog climbing into the hammock? Can oh, we get is, that one? Okay, let's okay. see. Uh, okay, that's a little... Okay, I thought he was going to flip out. This is good. <laughs> now, the question is, how in the world does he get out? He's got the massive stick. He clearly had some trouble getting in there. There's, I have no idea how he's getting out of that. That's your kind of dog right there. I don't there. think he can. That dog's just going to swing on that hammock all day. That's your kind of dog. I feel like you're a hammock guy. Yeah. Lounge about, have the dog curl up with you. How about <laughs> the, Okay, about this is good. How about a dog in a swimming pool? Yep. This is always going to be good. Climbing the ladder. Okay, it looks a little tentative at first. Ah, he's going to get in there. Come on, buddy. Test the water. It's not cold. It's hot outside. You need it. Am I doing a good job? Yeah, you're okay, doing a great right. job. <laughs> Dive in, you're come playing on. the role of Paul Howard. Let's go. Come on. Dive in, kid. Ah, there yeah, there we go. All right. Oh, wow. Look at this. All right, that's the dog on the floaties. How much effort did that take? The beach ball. Are those like four separate pool noodles? The effort that that probably took. What a good boy. Right? right? I think I got this down. I think I got this down. That's pretty good. <laughs> oh, we got one uh, more. We got another one. We got one more. What is, is this? Is this dog going to jump into a boat? What is this? He's going to go pull the boat in? No, get out of here. What's happening? Oh, it's another dog. He's pulling the boat in. Oh, that's great. He's pulling the boat wow. in for sure. That's probably his best buddy right there, huh? Look at this. Oh, that's actually pretty cool. Yep. I like that. Yeah. That's love right there. That's the love that Matt Humans is looking for from a dog right there. Excited to see you. Best friends. Man's best friend. There we go. Some dog videos, a tribute to Paul Howard, who we hope is going to be back soon. Like I said, it has not been a dog-oriented NBA Finals. No, it so, is not. Uh, dogs have not covered a game yet in the Finals. All my energy has been sapped. How do, how do you feel about <laughs> Game 5? How do you feel about Game so, 5? Was Phoenix as a four-point home favorite. Are you looking to play the side or the total in Game 5? So I will say this. So as we have gone through total now four games. Total dropped 218.5 right now, by the way. So we've gone through four games, and we see the number swing from 4.5 and in one, 1 and 2 to 4.5 the other way in Games 3 and 4. I, I think the Bucks have legitimately discovered something, and I just I would expect this to close like 3.5 or 3. 
Mm-hmm. Give me Milwaukee catching four points. Yeah? Yeah. I think they're going to be. I don't know if they win the game, but Milwaukee's advantages are a little bit more inherent and are going to stick around farther in this series. Yeah. And I think at one point, those lines were incorrect, right? Either the fours in Phoenix or the fours in Milwaukee were incorrect. And I think from we've seen from a game plan perspective, four's a little high for Phoenix. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Did I do good? I don't have a strong opinion on uh, Game 5. Here we go. Now we got bear videos. Look at this. Oh, look at that. That'd be terrifying if I woke up to that. (laughs) We'll be back. If you're looking for a hot tip to bet on, Bet Rivers Sportsbook has you covered every day. Go to the Bet Rivers app or betrivers.com and find the game you want to bet. Tap tips, T I P S, and you'll get instant research for the upcoming matchup. Try it out for baseball, soccer, tennis. How about golf? Mm. All sorts of sports available. And to make your experience more rewarding, Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and one time playthrough. Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. This offer is valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Also available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey, and you must be 21. Again, the Bet Rivers Sportsbook is at BetRivers.com. I like it. Thank you very much. Hot tip. Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth. Playing How about good Louis golf. Louis Uwe at the top of the board as well. So at least on the broadcast, we have Mackenzie Hughes with a one-stroke lead over the pack. He is still at five under through about 14. Now, the online screen has Brian Harmon and Louis Oosthuizen alone at four under through 13. Uh, the broadcast has Jordan Spieth at four under as well. So I believe Spieth has... I'm using has... the uh, score app right now because it's more reliable than yes. the ESPN.com scoreboard. All right? right, tell us the truth. What's the truth? What's that? Like, what's the score? Where's Jordan Spieth at? Jordan Spieth is at four under. There we go. In a three-way tie for second with uh, Brian Harmon and Louis Oosthuizen. Got to tell you, man, those, uh, so there's a couple of things to know. One, uh, the irons are on there for Jordan. He has looked pretty solid uh, with those, some of those approach shots, those par threes. He has some pretty good hits as well. Uh, also should note that there is a very well-named, uh, well-known golfer who has come on strong, Will Zalatoris. Yes. How about the Eagle? Finds the cup from the fairway on a par four. And just like that, Willie Z also in contention right now. Yeah, Willie Z is not a guy I have a lot of faith in sticking around mm. on Sunday. You need experience on the Lynx golf courses and uh, experience playing in British, British Opens. I think they hang around for four rounds. JVT, it's, it's easy for a lot of players to come out maybe hot and uh, have one good round, but can you do it day after day after day and do it four days in a row? I would think that... A guy who doesn't have a lot of Lynx golf experience like mm-hmm. Will Zalatoris is probably not going to hang around uh, that long. Here's another thing. This, this is why I bet Brooks Kepka in the matchup against Colin Morikawa. Morikawa played Lynx golf for the first time last week at the Scottish Open. Still Can incredible to me, yeah. I mean, he is such a young player, and Zalatoris is a young player too. These guys just don't have experience in Lynx golf, and um, experience is very important on this type of course, obviously, in, in an event like this. All right, so... I wrote a uh, column for the New York Post on the five biggest threats to John Rahm at the British Open. Okay? Okay. 
I ask uh, Brady Cannon, Ooh. Wes Reynolds, and Indy Jeff Seeley each to pick a player. So we combined on this. Oh, they're all players. It's not like his mentality, number one. <laughs> no, no. It's five players. Okay. Five players who are a threat. Not not Rom's hot temper. Right, no, yeah. That's that's not one of the uh, major threats. So Wes Reynolds came out strong with Jordan Spieth. Looking pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Spieth was, uh, I think, peaked here at Circuit Sports at 22-1 to 1 a couple of days ago. Yeah, he did because I got 21-1 to 1, and then he went to 22. And I was like, okay. oh, come on. Indy, Jeff Seeley, and I uh, both liked Louis Oosthuizen. Who got as high as thirty-seven to one? I think yesterday yeah. at Circuit Sports, and Louis right now in that uh, tie for second. So that looks pretty good. Jeff Sherman of the Westgate. Uh, Jeff likes. He recommended Victor Hovland. Doing pretty well off mm-hmm. to a pretty good start, right? Yep. Hovland. Uh, Jeff Seeley also checked in with Matt Fitzpatrick in the uh, forty to fifty to one range. And Brady Cannon with uh, the recommendation on Daniel Berger, who was actually playing pretty well this morning. Uh, I had to double-check right now. I think Berger was – he's under par, right, in the clubhouse? I saw him at one point, uh, I believe, at two under. I don't know what to trust on my screen anymore, to be quite honest with you, after what happened with John Rahm earlier today. Daniel Berger in the clubhouse, even par, okay. according to the score app. Tied with Bryson DeChambeau. So, so what do you think of, to this point – uh, we were watching. We haven't been able to watch in detail, right? There is wind out there, as we can see. The scoring up to this point. Uh, what have you made of it? This sticks as Jordan Spieth just hold. I, that was like a like a fifteen foot. That was longer serious? than that. Did he knocked yeah, that down. He knocked that down. He is now five under and tied for the lead. That was an that was a great putt. Well, Spieth is good around the greens. Yep. When he's got confidence. He's not doubting himself right now. Which is, <laughs> that's a big difference in the game of golf when you're not doubting well, yourself. And by no. the way, as we have, we've, we've kind of seen every once in a while when we look up, the thing that has felled a couple of these guys, right? Dustin Johnson has had a couple of putts that he's missed by like a half an inch, yeah. right? Uh, Daniel Berger had one as well. Brooks Kepka. Brooks Kepka. Kepka in the clubhouse, by the way, it looks like at one under, but Kepka's had some uh, putts he should have knocked down that he did not. Yep. So there you go. Bryson DeChambeau, by the way, makes his way back to even. So mm-hmm. he's got a little bit of positive momentum. But uh, yeah, that looked like a 15 to tw- maybe not 20, but about a 15 foot putt for birdie there for Jordan Spieth. Mm-hmm. And he is now tied at five under for the lead. Yeah, big putt there by Spieth. So a Canadian atop the leaderboard tied with Spieth. That's Mackenzie Hughes. And then Brian Harmon, Louis Tyson, Andy Sullivan, a, uh, a big time long shot. I think I saw Sullivan last night well north of uh, 200 to 1 here at Circus Sports. There's so many players on this list, 156 players in the field, and uh, you can get odds on each of the players. I'm trying to find Andy Sullivan. I think that uh, he's a guy I bet a few times on the European tour, and he has not come through for me. Mm. Uh, But he's looking pretty good today in the first round of the British and – how about 330 to 1 last night on Andy Sullivan? Right now, two strokes off the lead. Nice. I like it. So, we had some uh, big names at the top of this board, and it's going to continue to perform in this way. Uh, we'll see if you know, it's, they're showing the, uh, the weather right now. Seems pretty clear for the most part, at least in terms of the weather report. Maybe a little bit of a storm blowing in potentially. I am not a weather person. Yeah, you asked me so. about scoring. I think it's been a lot easier today. It's dependent on the climate. Yeah, right? because yeah. the wind is the main defense for a, a golf course like this. And there's been a little bit of wind today, but not much. I think these guys are actually scoring a lot better uh, than maybe we thought. I certainly didn't think we'd have a guy at five under par right, right now. And Jordan Spieth has a chance to add to that. He's on the tee at number 17. 
at five under off of birdie at 16. Yep, and uh, this is good for Spieth too, right, because we've talked about this before in terms of his game, playing with a lead as opposed to kind of catching up and yeah. having to perform at a high level. And it looks like here we go again, finding the fairway on 17. He's going to roll into that pot bunker. Nope, he's clear of it. So another accurate drive off the tee for Jordan Spieth. He's driving the ball it. well today. He's putting it out there routinely, it looks like, about 320 yards off the tee. And now the solo leader, according to the score app, with Harmon and Mackenzie Hughes along with Louis Oosthuizen at four under. So we'll keep you abreast of this situation, as will the Vegas Stats and Information Network throughout the day here on Visa, the Sports Betting Network, what's happening in the British Open. We'll come back. Uh, we have a lot more to get to. I can't wait for the next hour. A little bit of college football. Brian, Woods, uh, Brian Edwards is going to stumble through that. What he likes in terms of futures, what we're looking at as we get closer and closer to the college football season. Let's follow the money here on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sign up. For the DraftKings Sportsbook now and get a deposit bonus up to $1,000, simply download the app, sign up using promo code VSEN, and get started with the only top-rated sportsbook that matters, DraftKings. You can bet on it. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, call Wes Reynolds. <laughs> or in Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for terms and conditions. Again, DraftKings Sportsbook uh, promo code is VSIN. JBT, what do we have developing right now? We've got a shootout and sandwich, my friend. <laughs> These birdie putts are going down like nobody's business. We saw Jordan Spieth right before we went to break hit about a 15 put, uh, foot putt for birdie. We see Corey Connors nail one. We see Justin Rose nail one for about 10 feet. And then Louie Ui, baby, about four feet out, nails a nice little birdie putt. We got two guys at five under. In the first round Louis, of the British. Louis and Jordan Spieth tied atop the leaderboard at the British Open, each at five under par. Wow. Spieth is through 16. Uwe is uh, through 14. <laughs> I wonder if uh, the, the networks are going to pick up on your uh, shootout and sandwich. I feel like they're, they're, they're scouting <laughs> things out right now. Maybe there's a text being sent. That's great. <laughs> Use that right now. Use it right now. Uh, so we'll see. But uh, this is the scoring is pretty interesting because uh, they're getting good reads on these greens, man. Yeah, these, these golfers out there, they are understanding what is in front of them. A little bit of rain, like the wind is out there, as you mentioned. A little Maybe bit a little, of wind. Uh, but if a little bit of rain comes around, you know that'll change things for them. But for the most part, uh, these greens are running yeah. pretty well for these guys, and they're understanding that. No, the undulations and the fescue do not matter at this point right now. A couple now. of the guys who are struggling on the course would be uh, Bryson DeChambeau and John Rahm. Oh, and even yeah. DeChambeau, right? He just uh, hit yeah. a birdie putt, and he's even. So he has found a little bit of momentum there. All right. With that, we can talk about golf for a really long time, but we got to wait for it to develop. Commercial break. You know how those things go. From the shootout and sandwich to National Football League? Yes. Or do you, okay, I was going to say. I thought you, I know you were planning something else that you were looking forward to. So next hour. Next hour, oh. we got a special feature planned. Will it be better I don't or worse you, than my Paul Howard impression during the dog video? I don't think you can top that. Okay. <laughs> the tribute to Paul Howard. You know, maybe that's what we should do. Maybe we should never go on camera again, and I can just imitate Paul for like a month. <laughs> it's not a month. I don't know. Anyway. What do we have here? National Football League. We talked about the highest scoring teams. Let's talk about the lowest scoring teams in the National Football League. Again, New York, New York Giants. They, you know, well, they that should be, be up there. Should be much improved offensively. Uh, they should. And yeah. I know I stress, look, the Houston Texans, 4-1. Uh, to one, The unknowns, I don't know. It, it's similar to the Packers. We haven't had anything concrete on what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson. Obviously, the Texans are down near the bottom of a lot of these you know, futures and lowest scoring teams, all of these things, because the assumption is that we are not going to see Deshaun Watson for the entirety of the season or whatever it's going to be. Um, so... The Texans, four to one. 
After that, the New York Jets at six to one, the Lions at nine to one, Jags at ten to one, and then you get the rest of these other teams in the range of the Bears at twelve to one, Eagles at fourteen to one, your Giants. 14 to 1. Well, if you think about last year, the Giants and the Jets, both New York teams, were two of the uh, weakest offensive teams in the NFL. Yes. And I think they're both going to be better offensively, Much should be much better offensively this year. The Texans, just so many question marks. Uh, a lot of people think, oh, this team's going to be so bad. Texans might win two games. I still think that Tyrod Taylor is a quarterback who can win some games for you. Mm-hmm. He doesn't turn the ball over, and uh, he can make some plays. So, if if Tyrod is the Texans' Week One starter, I don't I don't think that's necessarily terrible news for Houston. No, and I think when you look across the board, Detroit Lions going to have trouble scoring this year. Yes, I mean like that's one that sticks out to you, right? In terms of like the Philadelphia Eagles, you got a lot of questions at quarterback with that team. Yeah, I, so I wanted to use the Eagles. The, the problem with the Eagles, like one of the teams that I actually I wanted to make the case for the Eagles humans to potentially be in the running for the worst record in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't really like a, a lot of what you saw from Hertz in that offense at the end of that season. Right. Uh, yes, like having a mobile quarterback uh, of Hertz caliber raises your floor to a certain extent, but your ceiling still isn't that high if you're Philadelphia. The problem with Philly is that. I think their schedule is, is relatively, from a strength of schedule standpoint, if you use win totals, things like that, it is a pretty easy schedule. And you could stumble into having a little bit of a better season, mm-hmm. mainly because of what's in front of you. But I think if you look at this across the board, I mean, the Detroit Lions and what's going to happen there I think is pretty intriguing because you have a team in the Minnesota Vikings that are going to be better this year defensively, that personnel. Uh, you have the Green Bay Packers in there, which are an okay defensive team. I think a lot of that has to depend on, you know, what their offense is going to do if keeping them off the field. This, by the way, Justin Rose just, I think, shanked one into the fescue as we watch. Um, but I think a team, if we look across the board at all of these, you have faith that you talked about the New England Patriots. The Buffalo Bills defense is going to be pretty good. Do we believe in Zach Wilson and the New York Jets? Well, I don't think you can believe in them. You, you can be but to the point where you can be optimistic if uh... – if we're talking about lowest scoring offenses, like how bad does this Jets season get? Jets got some right? wide receiver talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're talking about the worst offenses in the league. Right. The Jets are still in the discussion until proven otherwise. Because keep in mind, you could still have a, an awful offense and still have a relatively successful year, right? right? I mean, you can look across the board. Pittsburgh, for example, finished 22nd in offensive DVOA. They were 11-0 at one point. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, you could still have one of the worst offenses in the NFL. The worst offense? I think it's interesting the Steelers are not on this list. Honestly, at least, well, at at least, least in the, uh, the, graphic. the top, that, let's say the bottom 10 teams on the odds board. Let's see. Pittsburgh is 25 to 1. 1 yep. yeah. And then you get a little bit higher. And it's, it's, I think that's a pretty fair point that the offense for the Steelers, I think the Steelers are going to have a pretty down year. But to the point of when you look at this from low scoring, because I think there's going to be a thought of, hey, let's look at bad teams and bet that. The Washington football team was the worst offense in terms of DVOA last year. They made it to the postseason, mm-hmm. right? Like they were a relatively solid defensive team and made it all the way to the point where they won that division. So, worst offense doesn't necessarily equate uh, to worst team. So, if you're looking in that regard, oh, the, the Washington football team last year was trying to get to the fourth quarter in a position to win games and the, doing that with defense. Mm-hmm. Now, I think Washington's going to be a lot better offensively with Fitz Magic and some of the playmakers around him. You know, let's talk about the Steelers for a minute. Pro Football Talk put up the story yesterday, and I read it. And you're always a little bit skeptical when you see off-season stories like this. Ben Roethlisberger reportedly has become obsessed with his diet and workouts. Okay. Buy or sell, JVT? Buy or sell that story on Big Ben? I mean, I would buy that he's maybe obsessed with it. Does that help his arm and his decision-making? 
Like, I don't think the diet was the problem when I watched last year. I watched a dude who was throwing a whole bunch of crossing routes and didn't really mm-hmm. care to challenge the ball downfield, right? So well, his, I could buy it, He sure. definitely had arm issues. I think what Big Ben's looking at is guys like Tom Brady and the obvious uh, quarterbacks who were, you know, Phil Mickelson's done it in golf too. Mm-hmm. Guys who've changed their diet and their workout regimen and extended their careers, yeah. and he sees that he's at the end of the career, his career, unless he does something dramatic to change his body a little bit. Uh, and I, I'm just not sure I buy the, a story like this until I – it's one of those i got to see it to believe it. Yeah, and here's the other thing too, the, the problem with the Steelers, which is why I didn't really love the Najee Harris pick. It wasn't anything anti-Najee Harris. Their offensive line is not going to be good. So you have a relatively poor offensive line. Could be bottom 10, bottom 5 in the National Football mm-hmm. League. Multiple standpoints. You have a quarterback who's aging, doesn't have the real arm. Like I just From that and you, you spin this outward, I just don't know what the Steelers' offense looks like in terms of efficiency, in terms of being skilled. Like I think it's going to be a problem for them. So, yes, diet yeah, all you be want, a problem, But, you know, here's another thing. And I, I've heard this about the, the first-round draft pick by the Steelers so many times. If the Steelers had drafted an offensive lineman at number 24 or 5, when they pick number 24 or 25, yeah, whatever it was, yeah. that's not going to solve all their problems. You're not all of a sudden going to say, well, now they got one of the better offensive lines in the NFL. Well, no, of course no. not. That's not what I'm but arguing, you, though. You're drafting a dynamic playmaker in Najee Harris. You can still address the offensive line in rounds 2, 3, 4, 5. Uh, there have been plenty of really good offensive lines built through uh, draft picks that were not first-rounders. Mm-hmm. That's a fair point. I just feel like when you look at what the issues were and the mass exodus of dudes that they lost along mm-hmm. that offensive line from a year ago. By the way, the and loss of the dudes. the 25th pick. That's not the fifth pick of the draft. Right. This, this is not Leonard Fournette going to no, the look, Jags like number four, number five. Yeah, I'm not going to go. and like It's just me saying, like, ah, you know, like I probably would have gone offensive line. Just given where you were at as a team, given what you needed, like Najee Harris is not going to fix what was wrong with that offense last year, right? And maybe helping Big Ben out a little bit more would have potentially. But regardless, we will see because I think we both agree on the fact that the defense is going to be really good. The defense has been absolutely spectacular. Mm-hmm. You know, adding guys like Fitzpatrick a couple of years ago that I know a lot of people were like, hmm, I don't know about that. No, that worked out pretty well for them. They have built yeah. that defense up. Yeah. It is one of the better front sevens in terms of rushing the passer. Uh, and they've done. They've been really smart with the way that they have handled a lot of the guys that reach their – T.J. Watt is a dynamic pass rusher. And guys like Bud Dupree, it's like, yeah, you're fine. Like, we don't T.J. Really Watt was a great yep. first-round draft pick that the Packers passed on, by the way. That's right, yeah. <laughs> That's a really good point. But I, I think that this is a team that um, – they're pretty good, man, in from in terms of a defensive standpoint. But I just I gotta see it to believe it to use your term if this offense is gonna be any good. Yeah, which is I'm, why I'm skeptical about what Big Ben's gonna be able to do physically, but uh that's that's I'm not writing off the Steelers I I think a lot of people have become really negative about the Steelers solely because they didn't draft an offensive lineman in the first round. And that's not going to solve all their problems. You got If you think about when the Steelers' offense was at its best, it's Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, Big Ben. If you got a dynamic back and you're drafting him 25th, it's not. Uh, it's. I, I don't think it's a, a reason to be so critical of the Steelers' outlook, like a lot of people have been. Yeah. You know, Warren Sharp's one of the guys, obviously on Twitter, just attacks the Steelers for. Taking a running back in the first round. Taking a guy 25th is not the same as taking a running back number five. Najee Harris could be a great back. Of course he could. Well, I think when you when you reference those other those times, though, I mean, those offensive lines are actually really good for the Pittsburgh Steelers. David Castro was at his peak, right? All those guys along the front They have to rebuild seven, the you know? line. But I was saying one draft pick was not going to 
uh, solve the problems mm-hmm. on the offensive line. Well, I was also kind of low on Pittsburgh going into the draft, regardless of what they were going to take, whether mm-hmm. it was going to be an offensive lineman uh, or a running back. So Steelers do have a lot of questions, and they are the third choice to win the AFC North right now behind the Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns. Who uh, I like the Browns, but uh, it is clear that I am not alone liking the Browns. The market is pretty high. Just, it feels like futures. two years ago, right, when they, yes. everybody was on the Browns bandwagon and that thing crashed and burned. Yeah, well, the coaching staff's a lot better. The quarterback is a little bit better as well. So we'll see if they can pull it off. And we haven't even gotten to the Ravens, who have some questions about Lamar Jackson, I know, that are kind of emerging from Baltimore. Regardless, speaking of football, let's go to college football. Brian Edwards is going to be with us. Uh, We have a lot to get to in terms of the big picture stuff of the futures, what he's looking at, awards as well. Brian Edwards joins us next year on Follow the Money. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.